1: greetings everyone you are tuned into the trust and believe nomad cast i am your humble host damon anderson please continue to like subscribe click the bell icon on the trust and believe nomad cast for the video you can check out my youtube channel a retired master sergeant 20 for the audio version you can go to all your favorite podcast platforms to include apple spotify deezer spreaker uh, google podcast podcast chaser podcast addict all your favorite ones go ahead and download that my downloads are increasing and my subscriptions are increasing so that is evident that i'm putting out a nice product a good product and i think more importantly a genuine product Something that anybody can relate to. I know the majority of my comments and commentary is uh, military affiliated, of course. I mean, I did that thing for 25 plus years, so that would be the majority of it. But a lot of those produced and generated a lot of memories, a lot of life uh, decisions, a lot of life choices, a lot of life situations that anybody can apply to and kind of just listen to. So again, so I appreciate that, appreciate that. It is 21 October, 2021. Today is a Thursday, 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 Thursday. Ah, for my opening remarks, it's something I've been thinking about probably for like the last maybe, I will say a year. You know, when I was active duty, I had all the time in the world. Well, I'll take that back. I didn't have all the time in the world, but I seemed like I had all the time in the world to watch sports. Whether it's NBA, baseball, hockey, football, college basketball, college football, whatever. Those are the main ones I watch. But I've noticed since I retired and now I really have all the time in the world. It seems like I don't have time now to watch sports and to digest sports like I used to. I still make time, you know, if we don't go anywhere on a Saturday, that is my college football day. Sunday is the same way as NFL. But I've noticed in years past, again, when I was an active dude, it seemed like no matter what I was going, whether it's, you know, just being home, the family, work situation, whatever, I always found time to watch a baseball game, to be definitely invested in it, be definitely invested in the NBA and all these sports. And it's like, now, man, it's like the NBA season has started and I kind of watched some of the games. I don't know if my interest level, I don't I don't want to think my interest level is getting lower when it comes to watching those sports because I still like them. Um, I'm just kind of wondering It's something I've been thinking about, like I said, the last year or so. It's like now I have all the time in the world, way more time than I've ever had in my life. Right. And now it's like, man, it's like I'm trying to find time to watch a game, trying to find time to do this, to do that. And it's like, dude, you get all the time in the world. And it's like, it was never a problem. You know, I would go to the field or do like a, a operation or exercise or whatever the army the Marines had me doing, you know, and then you couple that with family responsibilities and the day-to-day activities, but I found time to watch sports, you know, and it's like I had time to play Madden and do all these things. And it's like, now I got all the time in the world. All the time now is all my time. You know what I mean? And it's like, man, it's like a struggle to try to find and watch sports. And I am still a sports fan. I am a sports fan through and through. Love my Detroit teams, Michigan. I like, you know, I enjoy watching all the teams, all the players. But it's like, you know, sometimes I wonder, has my interest level decreased since I've been retired? You know, I don't think it has. I just got to just, you know, stop making excuses. Look, dude, watch the freaking game. Don't make it more than what it is, all right? You know, if anybody going out there, please leave some comments. If anybody going through this in life, leave some comments in there and tell me what what you've been thinking. How has it applied to you? But it's like, yeah, man, I I really want to watch more sports than I do. It's like some of the ESPN shows, the first takes and all those. I used to watch those, you know. Without abandon, but now it's like I don't watch those. It's like I'm more YouTube now than anything, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna get back on it. Like uh, my Pistons lost last night, so I'm definitely going to get back on watching my NBA games and all that. It could just be, you know, you know, I'm making it more than what it is, but I just thought that was kind of interesting. You know, I guess you want to title that losing interest in things you used to enjoy. And again, I don't think it's an interest, my interest level is decreasing. It's just one of them things was like man you know just freaking watch the game dude just sit down you know and watch it you got all the time in the world you work you worked all these years to enjoy this time so freaking enjoy it <laughs> that was my opening remarks that was my opening remarks so next we're going to transition into sneaker stories on the thursday sneaker stories on the thursday stay locked stay tuned in again appreciate everything Get the likes up, the subscriptions, click the bell icon, do all the, et cetera, everything that is required of this YouTube channel. Download the Apples, the Google Podcasts, the Spotify's, the Spreakers, the GL Savings, the Podcast uh, Addicts, the Podchases, all the, et cetera. All right. Again, we're going to transition to Sneaker Stories on the Thursday. It is 21 October, 2021. We'll be back. Sneaker Stories on the Thursday. Stay locked. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Sneaker Stories on a Thursday. Sneaker Stories on a Thursday. Again, the retired Master Sergeant 20 YouTube channel, Apple, Spotify podcast, Google podcast, and all your favorite ones. All right, so today for Sneaker Stories, we're going to talk about a brand and a shoe that had a significant moment in time as it relates to fashion. It was a, a fashion icon. A lot of the young folks probably saw, oh, you know, we never heard of them. They selling their products in, in Walmart now. Well, that was that's true. But back in the 80s, this brand called Reebok was huge, huge brand from England. And they used to have a corporate headquarters in uh, Massachusetts, if I remember. But I remember as a youth growing up in Detroit, people were wearing Reeboks. And Reebok Reebok at the time, they they didn't have um, that much traction and footing as Adidas did. A stronghold, if I should say, in uh, America, like uh, Adidas and Nike and even Converse, you know, to some point. But Reebok was huge, especially like in you know, where I grew up at. I remember they had the basketball shoes, they had the the fifty six hundreds, the VTGs, the forty six hundreds. Um, and I think they kind of made their money too, also on the aerobic side. For all the older listeners out there, you may remember in the eighties Reebok was huge in the workout and the aerobics world. They had um what is it, the fits, the Five Four Elevens the workouts. I remember the 5411s. A lot of the girl uh the girl gangs in Detroit back in the 80s, they used to wear the 5411s. Uh I know the females from New York and some other places, they used to rock the 5411s. And it was like a a soft shoe uh, and it had straps on it at the top at the ankles. And you would see some girls they would keep the strap, you know, keep it strapped or they would have the strap kind of just uh hanging but they used to call them the five, And yeah, a lot of people used to wear them. But again, Reebok was huge. And if you look at a lot of the basketball shoes back in the eighties, you know, if you look at them now, if you look at through today's lens, they, you consider them clunky and big and all that. And them shoes, they were clunky. They were big. And oftentimes they were heavy, But now you see people are wearing these big old clunky shoes. And to me, they look ridiculous. But then maybe that's what the older people were saying back in the 80s when we were trying to, you know, breaking our necks, trying to get some of these shoes. But nonetheless, Reebok had a huge influence, especially on me. I had probably about three pair Reeboks, you know, in my youth back in the 80s. I had uh, the 4600s, which was a basketball shoe. I had the, uh, the Reebok workouts and I had some Reebok pumps and bring saying that. That is going to be the sneaker story today. Going to talk about the Reebok pumps that came out in 1991 and what's significant about the Reebok pumps. uh, D Brown uh, wore the Reebok pumps when he won the slam dunking contest back in 1991. And if you ever look at the YouTube videos or the pictures right before he dunked, he pumped the re pumped a little basketball on the tongue. And I'll show you what he did. And what's significant about these shoes for me? I bought these shoes at Sibley Shoes uh, in Detroit. It's on Livernoise Avenue. Uh, Sibley's actually was started in Detroit. It's no longer in business. They went out of business years ago. But uh, they started in 1920, if I remember. Sibley's shoes, Sibley Shoes. It was called Sibley's Floor Shine Shoes. And that's where a lot of people used to go get their shoes, whether it was gym shoes whether it was like dress shoes or whatever. You know, my dad used to take me to Sibley's and get my my dress shoes for Easter so I can be looking good on Easter. And, you know, um, so it was good times, Man, Sibley was a good store. Uh, They had Sibley's all around Detroit, but the one that was close in my neighborhood was on uh, Livinois Avenue. And I remember um, when they came out in 1991, these shoes I'm getting ready to show you. um, I had walked from my house two siblings which was uh in miles maybe it was like three miles maybe a little bit more but we did a, i did a lot of walking back in the day catching the bus the dot bus and a lot of walking <laughs> back in the day uh yeah but i walked up to to uh siblings, and i think i was in the 10th grade i might have been in the 11th grade when they came out but nonetheless man i remember i told my friends yo these Reebok pumps, the, the Omnis, they're coming out tomorrow. I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. And now if I remember, I can't remember the price. Maybe it was like 100 or something. I could be wrong. It could be off a little bit. But uh, nonetheless, I saved up my little money and uh, bought these Reeboks. So I'm going to show you these here, um, the Reebok pumps. Again, I always like to show the box. I didn't do it with those forms I did last week. The Reebok pumps. I bought these on StockX. And I've been infatuated with, uh, for one, for StockX because it's from Detroit. So, it's a local company. Everybody should be familiar with StockX. I'll put that link in the description. But I've been infatuated. They've been releasing a lot of these old retro shoes that I've had for years ago. And I'm like, man, shoot. This is part of my retirement enjoyment. Just to buy these shoes that i had way back in the day so again these are the reebok pumps and i don't remember the box it's like i remember a black box i could be wrong All right so i'm gonna show you the reebok pumps that d d brown wore back in 1991 for the slam dunk contest and if you remember i referenced earlier when he uh, was getting ready to dunk what he did he pumped the basketball Now, back then, the pump actually worked, right? Now, it's like I try. Well, I wore these. I've worn these probably about a couple times already. And I I don't feel that suction when I'm pumping the basketball. But nonetheless, if you ever look at the video, he pumped that basketball. And then he went and dunked. And he won the dunking contest. And then after the fact, Reebok sales soared. They had these Reebok pumps. And they had another Reebok pump. That was a little bit higher, and they had a bunch of uh, little assortments on the side. But these were the Reebok pumps that D Brown wore in 1991, and these was recently retro. They're a little bit thicker than the original ones, and they had the hexalite at the bottom. And when the Reebok put the hexalite on there, it was kind of in competition with the Nike Air Bubble. At the time, Adidas had the, the torsion bar, so Reebok came in with the hexalite. And that's the actual Hexalite right there. I think, if I remember, it's like that Hexalite was a little bit bigger. I could be wrong. But nonetheless, these are the Reebok pumps. And I bought these at a Sibley's in Detroit, 1991. Again, telling my age on these sneaker stories. And Reebok, I'm telling you, they sell sword. Man, they sell sword. He took that basketball, man, and dunked it. And there you go. The history was made. Reebok, I'm telling you, it was a great, it was a great brand. Now you look at Reebok now, I think a lot of the younger folks, they don't really, you know, I guess I don't want to say they don't appreciate the brand because a lot of them do. A lot of the young folks, they have an old soul to them. But I think it's one of them things where you kind of got to do research and see, you know, what the, what the older folks, I guess, from our generation used to wear because I think we did it we used to see what the older the older folks used to wear when it came to like with the suits and you know all these all these different things but Reebok and if you look at like the Dolce Gabbana's and uh Balencias and some of these you know weird foreign brands moving in D.C. <laughs> just got easier Pods new city service has arrived. Pod city service is designed for city moves. We handle all the driving and watch over your container while you load up. That means no rental trucks, traffic, or parking drama. Store your things with pods between moves and we'll deliver to your new home when you're ready. Visit pods.com or call 855-860-7637 to get moving with pods, your personal moving and storage team. A lot of their silhouettes copied off a of Reebok. I mean, the companies copy off each other, because I've seen some of them. They got some shoes looking like Stan Smith Adidas, and everyone, especially the older guys, the older heads know those are copied off Stan Smiths. So they all copy off each other. I guess that's what you do in competition, right? See what the other person is doing and try to, you know, make it better. But Reebok was huge, man. I used to love wearing Reeboks they were so comfortable some of the basketball shoes were still kind of stiff but again if you look at you know back in the day with them the 4600s the 5600s um it was huge and then Reebok actually took off even more into the 90s because now you bringing in the Iversons with the question and answers and uh, Reebok gave him a lifetime contract at Reebok um Allen Iverson his first shoes that very first shoe that he came out in 1996 that shoe was phenomenal so i think after this i'm gonna have to go on StockX and buy that that old iverson and tell the story about the, the iversons and i think i'll do that and then also even before iverson signed with uh reebok shaquille o'neal that was his first signature shoe he had the Gnosis, he had um Oh man, I forgot what the other shack and I believe his first shack I could be wrong. I have to look at it later, but I think the first shack that came out It was a pump on his shoe. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think Um his first shoe had a Reebok pump on it And then nike ended up making a shoe with a pump Um mark jackson wore it for a little bit And it's like all those trends that was going on in the 80s. Whoever caught fire other brands looked at that like i said mentioned about the hexalite right you know nike had the air the air bubble what they still do adidas had the torsion bar so reebok was like hey we need to join this as well people want these shoes they don't want them so stiff because these shoes are actually soft the bottoms were soft because as you notice you know years ago the basketball shoes were very stiff due to material and you know But once the designers start getting smarter with the materials, trying to make it softer, trying to make it lighter, trying to make the shoe more fluid, because remember, people are playing basketball in these people are walking around in these people are doing exercises in these shoes. So how do we make this this shoe more comfortable? Let's make it lighter. Let's streamline it. Let's try to use the best materials that we have at this moment of time. And that's all they do, man. They just you, know, you copy off each other, which as the consumer is good for us because now we, we got the best of the best and it continues to grow and grow. But man, I tell you, I really enjoyed those Reeboks. And I remember when I bought them, it was a rainy day and I walked in the rain. I didn't care, man. When it came to shoes, even to some extent, even now, I walk in the rain. If, I wear a size 10, but if it's a shoe that I really want, especially if it's a retro, I'm willing to sacrifice comfort <laughs> so I go if I, I know I wear a size 10 right and if I need to you know get this shoe that I really want and the only size I have is a nine and a half maybe a nine eh, I'll think about it for like 7.5 seconds and I'll get it just for the fact that you know it's a shoe that I wanted even like with one of those Adidas form silhouettes that I talked about last week If you remember, it was the patent leather ones that was made for the Detroit Pistons. That one, I think, is a nine and a half or a nine, but I don't plan on wearing that one. That's just going to be my own collector's items. But, yeah, I want to kind of share this story about the Reebok pumps. Again, I've worn these a couple times, and they still feel pretty good. They're a little bit bigger than what I originally remember them as, but then my foot was smaller back then, too. But yeah, man, the Reebok pump, and I remember I wore, I bought them, and I wore them to school next day. And Cat's like, "Yo, you said you was gonna get the Reebok pumps. You got them." And they had all these other colors. They had white, what like, um, what like lime green, and all these other colors, man. But I tell you, Reebok always holds something near to my heart. You know, growing up, I was an Adidas guy, and I like my Jordans and Nikes, and and all that. They all played a role. But it's just something about these walking in the rain on Livernois Avenue in 1991, going to Sibley's and buying these. And that Sibley's now is a footlocker, if I if I remember, I think it's a footlocker now. But yeah, went to Sibley's in 91 and bought these Reeboks. Another fun fact about Reebok um, Adidas bought them, purchased them, I think, in 2005 and they recently sold them. Because it was, you know, Adidas bought them, bought Reebok. It's almost like when companies buy other companies. I think you need competition. You shouldn't be merging with companies like freaking uh, AT&T bought some old cell phone companies. And then recently you had T-Mobile bought freaking Sprint. And once you, you know, you take these companies and you you absorb these companies, you kind of lose the competition. So Adidas went and bought Reebok in 2005. But the problem is um, I don't think Adidas put enough money, invested enough money in order for Reebok to kind of generate that same appeal that they had in the 90s and 80s. And another fun fact, Beyonce, which is she's with Adidas now. I read a story a little while ago that she actually pitched um, her store, her brand to Reebok. And either she didn't want them because everyone on that marketing team, everyone at that at that meeting didn't look like her or Adidas said, hold on, Beyonce wants to wear Reeboks. Well, shoot, let's go ahead and swoop in since we're the parent of Reebok and they came and took her away. And, you know, now she's making uh, the Ivy parks with Adidas and go check that out as well, because it's selling out. You can't you can't even keep them Ivy parks in stores right now and that's due to the influence on Beyonce so shout out Beyonce right like I know her um but I tell you man Reebok I, I think Adidas really did a disservice in the way they kind of treated Reebok because they didn't really source Reebok at all they didn't source them they didn't provide resources they didn't do anything it's kind of like they were just hanging out it was like the Adidas was wearing all the nice clothes and, and Reebok was like the redheaded stepchild and I know they was recently sold not too long ago. I don't know who uh, I had to do some research and find out who bought them. But, man, it's it's almost like a tragedy to see what the brand was back in the 80s and 90s. And I remember like the old the workout uh, Reeboks. They used to had a word Reebok and they had like the British flag on the side. I mean, that junk was cool, man. I mean, I'm kind of geeking out right now because I'm like the ultimate sneakerhead. Not none of these new versions. I mean, it's the stories involved with these and man, it was cool, man. Yeah. But I wanted to share this short story about the Reebok pump. 1991 It's significant to me. Cause I remember D Brown wore these. He played with the Boston Celtics and he won the 1991 Duncan contest and he pumped them and they used to have it pump it up, pump it. And then, uh, they had a actual commercial when it was this and Nike. They, they, I forgot what the commercial was about because Nike had Nike Air, what well, they still do, and Reebok had the pump. And they said, was it pump in, air out, or something like that? But whatever it was, you have to look at it. It was a diss on uh, Nike, which, again, you should diss your competitors. It's the competition. But, yeah, man, 1991, I walked in the rain on livernois Avenue in Detroit to buy these at Sibley's. Man. I tell you something about these retro gym shoes, man, it's something. It is something. Wow. So I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate listening to my sneaker stories on a Thursday, whether you watching it or listening via your car. Appreciate everything. So what i like to do now, go ahead and transition into turnaround Thursday. You know, I used to have that as a separate segment. But what I do, I just kind of compile it, make it all one. Um so turn around Thursday so I like to go back in the archives and talk about the things we talked about this past week, right? So we're going to start with Monday, which is Monday Mental Combat, and we talked about Colin Powell, rest in peace, sir. He passed away Monday. He had a huge influence on me. I never knew the man, but some of the things that he did, some of the things I read about him and being able to kind of go to some of the places where he went to where he was stationed at in Germany it was like a profound moment. So definitely uh man all praises due and you know prayers to his family, you know, such a such a wonderful man, such a wonderful man. Also on Monday I talked about the ability to read the room, the ability to read the room. And that's something that is a lost art. It takes experience it takes being able to understand your surroundings, being visual and having those those uh, those ears pointed that um, we call it the the third eye, your brain. Making sure you just knowing where you need to be, knowing where you should be, knowing if you want it, knowing if you not want it. reading the room. All right. Tuesday talking on a Tuesday. We talked about. Um, some of my open remarks were talking about don't expect the you in people and that is something that I, I suffer with you know i'm always expecting the way i will handle it for other people to handle it the same way and we're all you know it's the beautiful thing about us we are created differently we think you know our thought patterns are different our experiences are different so I, I can't expect you to drive down the street the same way i would you know what i mean it's just it's just the way it is And then my actual, the actual main topic on talking on a Tuesday was living overseas. Living overseas, again, that's something that me and my wife, we definitely going to do within the next five, six years. I've become exhausted to extent with America. America is beautiful, but some other places are even better. Uh, Again, I ain't talking because I'm knowing. I mean, I ain't telling you because I'm guessing. I'm telling you because I know, right? So living overseas is definitely on number one priority list in terms of long-term growth for us. Uh, Episode 19, way back Wednesday, uh, my opening remarks, I talked about my increasing cholesterol level due to eating all those daggone chips over the years, and it's kind of caught up to me. So I already told myself, told my family, one November, I'm going to eliminate chips from my diet. And it's going to be difficult because I love freaking hot chips, love these freaking things. Um, but I'm going to do that because at the end of the day, I'm trying to sustain a level of health, sustain a level of long term living. And if I need to, you know, delete that from my diet in order to increase my health and sustain, like I said, uh, my life and my health, I owe that not only to myself, but to my wife and kids. So definitely that definitely that. Uh, my way back Wednesday, I talked about meeting my wife and it all started in a small military town in Yuma, Arizona. We were young Marines end up getting married, having two children. And I tell you, man, it's definitely been an enjoyable ride. So I appreciate her being my teammate. Uh, and sometimes my boss over the years, <laughs> you know, and also today concluding with, uh, turnaround Thursday episode 20 wow we are 20 episodes deep 20 episodes of content man truly blessed truly blessed Uh, my opening remarks today i was talking about having the time losing interest in you know sporting events do i have the time do i need to make time i think i just need to just sit down and say hey man i'm gonna watch the game you don't need to do anything else just sit and watch the game i think that's what i need to do and then for my sneaker stories, as I wrap it up, talked about the Reebok pump uh, 1991, walking in the rain on Livernois Avenue to uh, Sibley's stores, which is not in business anymore. Uh, I think that site is currently occupied by a footlocker uh, wearing the Reebok pumps. 1991 D Brown warm when he won the slam dunk contest as well. And what's significant again is he used that pump. He hit that pump end up winning the dunking contest so again it was all Reebok. probably told him before then hey man before you make this dunk go ahead and pump these reeboks up probably one of the best marketing tools ever at least top five so that was my wrap up on a thursday so i appreciate it again we are 20 i didn't realize it we are 20 episodes deep y'all we are 20 episodes deep man that's pretty good that's pretty good uh next week There's another week. We'll start with episode 21, which will be Monday mental combat. And we'll keep going and going. So again, appreciate the support. Appreciate everything. Continue to take care of yourself and your family. Uh, Be nice. Be courteous. Observe. Be vigilant. Do all the right things. And everything will take its proper proper place in society. So appreciate it. One love y'all. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be sound. Watch out for yourself. Watch over your family members. Protect all. Do the right thing. Be safe. One love. See y'all next week. Peace.